Hello and welcome back to Grim Encounters. We are an actual play comedy horror tabletop RPG podcast using the chill 3rd edition rule set. My name is Nora and I will be your sweet and sultry chill master and your players are... Robert playing Wesley Hung. Anna playing Mavis. Derek's playing Father Frank Flanagan. And uh, let me check my future printer. God damn it, I hate this part. It uh, says we have in. Uh, we're gonna go to the the ending interview with uh, Wesley when he kind of talks to Doctor Grimm about how the case went. So we're gonna flash forward to the future. Wesley, so what happened after the interviews at the bar? Well, um, we decided we well okay we figured out who the cab driver was. Well. At least the place. So we called them up, went there, chit-chatted a bit, found out who the cabbie was. And uh, then we decided to go and check his place out because apparently he wasn't there. So, yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Yeah, We went there and it was locked. So I, I may have pushed the door open to get in to double check because it just didn't seem right. So you pushed it open? I thought you said it was locked. I still pushed it open, though. Noted. Continue. Okay. Um, well, because Mavis had found some blood in in the cab, so we were like, this doesn't seem right. That's why I pushed the door open. Uh, but we went inside, and um, it was it was absolutely d- disgusting, is, is the best way I can put it. So, uh, yeah, we found a body in there, and then we decided, hey, we need to call up Chuck and have him come. Uh, check things out so all right why don't we start off with you telling me about the how that phone call went because i'm interested to see how you played off that zooms back backwards in time to all three of you standing in the hallway catching your breath (sighs) okay okay we need to call chuck we need to call chuck (laughs) Smells real bad. Boop, beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. Stinky. I think that was too many boops. Boop. Okay. He had to type the extension. Oh. oh. This is Officer Chuck. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Father Frank. Oh. <coughs> You're like rumbling and something's put down on a desk. Oh. <coughs> oh, how can I help you? Well, so we have the uh, case that you uh, assigned us to. Yes. We need you to come to... I don't remember the address. Yeah, I, I, g- I give him the address. Um, bad news, Chuck. Bad news. Oh, okay. There's a there's a dead body here. You hear like his chair squeak as you hear him jump up, and he goes, "Okay, Bobby, Bobby, we're gonna go, we're gonna go." And then it clicks it off. Boop. Okay. You should have told him not to eat before he came. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he's always eating, so uh, it's like asking someone not to breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also has problems breathing, so <laughs> I would also not want him to ask that. <laughs> That's my favorite part he has about to, Chuck. He has honestly. to have a strong heart, though. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chuck just really loves his his Chicago subs. Okay. Yeah, he's always eating a fucking sandwich. Yeah, because it's the easiest way and the most. When you use less dishes, and it's the easiest way to get food inside of your gullet. Can't argue with that. Chuck's a smart guy. That's that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot is, of sense. He is pretty smart. Uh, so where do you guys go? Do we do wait exactly? Um, we're gonna wait outside. I'm waiting in the car. I'm not feeling so hot. I'm gonna wait outside the car. Okay. Like I had the door open, but I'm like sitting in the seat, but my legs are out. Yeah. So it's just like. Ugh. So it's it's about like an like an hour. For oh, him to get there, because I mean, you guys remember, you guys are in a suburb, yeah, and he's in that all the way in the uh, Chicago, and uh, so he he gets there after about forty five minutes to an hour, and as he steps out, the car like shifts like back to its normal resting <laughs> position, um, and uh, stepping out is this very large. He is large, as in he is tall, and he is wide. Um, it's a very large uh, white man, and he has like a classic bushy cop mustache, so the classic cop hat. Except he is just like strapped. All he has like body armor on, and like he has a bunch of pockets, and he has like his handgun, but it's not on his hip. It's like 
on his like chest because he can't. It's an easier grab than his waist for him because he's a big boy. Um, and he's moving, and he moves pretty quickly for his size. Hmm. Um, and he kind of hustles his way up to you, and kind of trailing behind him is the uh, this like younger, like much younger, like in his twenties, um, like rookie cop that is his partner, which his name is Robbie, Officer. Was it Robbie? Yeah. Yeah, it was Robbie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think it was Nick Robinson. Never calls him Robbie. Uh, Officer Robbie. And uh, he has a similar outfit, except he's not as, like, strapped up. Um, and he is just this, like, ripped African-American guy with this, like, winning smile. I think we described him as, like, Shamar Moore. That was exactly, exactly like how Shamar it was. Moore. Yeah. Yes. Just radiating charisma. and You just want to like him, and it kind of makes you a little mad, but, like, you want to like him oh so God good. damn it. <laughs> and, uh... He this looks like he's like kind of trailing behind Officer Odoyo a little bit. Like he's Odoyo somehow faster than him. And uh, approaching you guys is that is the, those two officers. How can I? Where is it? And it's in the house, Officer Odoyo. Oh, okay. I, the back door was open when we got here. <laughs> we smelled something suspicious, and you'll see when you get inside. Okay, just roll a basic communication just for the open part. I mean, he trusts you, but I just want to see. 16. Oh, yeah. It's a, it was just a pass or fail. There was no levels because okay. he's so trusting of you. They both go, oh, okay. okay. And they go around back, and they both kind of, they, they draw their, their pistols and kind of go around back. And they go, and you hear, after a few minutes, oh, well. I, I did warn them. Oh, I did warn them. Someone failed. But someone definitely um, didn't do well. <laughs> you hear, oh, God, just, like, kind of loud, and then you hear another, like, <laughs> and as as you hear, Officer Robbie just, <laughs> he just must have welched, just vomited in the house. <laughs> and coming out the front door is those two, and Odell's kind of, like, helping the younger guy, younger guy out of the house, and they walk up to you and they go, oh. "Yeah, there's, there's a body in there." Well, what's left um, of it? I didn't expect that. Oh. I I did warn you. I know. I just you know I've seen gruesome stuff, but nothing like that. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. And all, and the younger one, he's just like sitting on the stoop. Just like hands, hands, and head in his hands. Um, yeah, I'm gonna make a few phone calls. Okay. Um, oh boy, you're gonna have to stay and take some statements. That's fine. Wait, actually, it's probably not a good idea. Also fine. We can tell you, the cab driver. He's mm. the one that was the last person to see Mike. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mickey, 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 not Mickey. Yeah. Mickey, um, which is why we came here. Uh, but I, whatever got one may have got the other. Do you know who? What could have done that? I have a guess. Okay, I'll spare you. It's bad, Officer Oil. Okay, so it's all right. I'm just gonna take that out. All right, and he places his hands up and then takes a few steps away. He uh, makes a phone call. So you guys can either stay or you can go. It's whatever you guys feel is the most appropriate. We should probably leave. We bail. Yeah. Yeah. We get in. We get into the spoop mobile. The spoop mobile. Spoop yeah. Mobile. Of course. And we drive away. All right. So at this point, <coughs> after the whole waiting, it's about like four, four thirty. Okay. Um. What are you guys? What are you guys' plans? Because you're, you're at eight, we have to meet with Abraham. Yes. So, what do we want to do in the interim amount of time? Well, uh, do we need to do any research on Ganabe? We can. I mean, okay. yeah, it won't hurt. Yeah. We can head back to the base to do that, I suppose. Sure. sure. Yeah. So we head back to we head back. We go to the place. Oh yeah. I'm gonna do the stuff. Okay, so beep beep driving. It's only like 20 minutes because it's just a suburb, so it's just a suburb over from where you guys are at. 
Actually, I think I said it was injustice. So I think it was injustice. Yeah, it's, it's just like stoplights and turns and stuff to get there. Normal Chicago. Normal uh, suburb driving. annoyance. Yeah. Um, like, when you guys pull up, do you guys pull up to the front of the church or do you go through the back entrance? Secret entrance always. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of reverse what happened last time. You go into the like garage, like giant garage, and it leads down to a parking garage. Follow the pathway into the HQ. Uh, Mark Slurred buzzes you in. And you see a bustling HQ. All right. Sweet. Um, so I'm actually going to I'm gonna leave you. I'm going to go talk to Richard about something. <sighs> I'll, sure. I'll be back. All right. Clack, clack, clack. Okay. Uh, I walk down the hall. All right. What were you two going to do? Uh, I guess we'll head to the library. You have fun with that. I'm going to go and get cleaned up. Oh, yeah, because you're stinky. Yeah, I feel gross. It's just gross. That was nasty and a little traumatizing. So I'm going to go take a shower and do the cleanup stuff. Okay. And I'll shimmy sham to the library. (laughs) Okay. All right, we will just start with uh, Father Frank and just work our way around the table. Sure. Uh, Frank, you uh, make your way. He is... um, you look around for him, like mm-hmm. in the bullpen. Yeah. And uh, he look. He see him in like the, there's like the meeting room that the council have that is all glass. Okay. That is sitting in the very back of the bullpen, flanked by the two doorways that lead deeper into the HQ. Okay. And he looks like he is in there, like he looks like he's, he's like doing something on a desk, but he's standing on like the huge long desk that's in there. Okay. I'll uh, like wave through the glass to see sure. if I can come in. Yeah, he waves you up. Okay. And you... You work, you walk up like the short steps that lead to it because it's kind of raised, so it can look down on the bullpen. Okay. And uh, you know you haven't really you haven't been in here before. No, I don't think I have um, actually. You walk into this grand meeting room, and the first thing you notice is that in the middle there mm-hmm. looks like there used to be like um, like this like a big metal object. Okay. That must have like shown something. Like you see like little um, buildings but most of it's all crumbled and it's all smashed by this giant pillar that has fallen through the ceiling. Nice. Um, and it looks like that, and like on the map there was like old computer panels that looks like you could do something on them, but they're all just shattered. And really the only thing they only use this for is just secret meetings at the council that they want to talk to before they talk to you guys. Okay. And the last thing you notice is that the, grand, the, the f- circular half-circle desk has chairs on it and uh, around it, and that there looks like there's blinds that can come down over the windows. Okay. And Frank and uh, Frank and uh, Richard is uh, standing in the middle of the desk, just like messing with some papers. Okay. I'm gonna walk over to him, mm-hmm. like really, like not not. Um, and then I'm gonna I'm just gonna like brush him with the uh, the crucifix really quick. Okay. Just. Really, just really fast. He melts. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. <laughs> that would be fucked. <laughs> Uh, no. Yeah, okay. he, you brush him with it, and, uh... It's fine if he looks at me. Yeah, he just kind of looks at you funny. Like, oh, how how can I help you, Sorry, Father? R- Sorry, Richard. I have some bad news. Okay. The Ganabe are back. The Ganabe. Oh. I had to double check. And he, like, pulls a, a chair out and sits down. And gestures for you, too, as well. I sit down, Because you both have hob- hobbled oh, legs. Oh, of course I do, yeah. <laughs> And when he sits down, he begins, like, uh, rubbing his left leg. That is just, like... Because he has his... His, uh, his pant leg is pulled up. Mm-hmm. And you get to see, like, the scar. He has, like, this massive scar on it. That looks like a bone was pushed through it. Um, and he is just, like, unconsciously rubbing, like, the knee area. Okay. And he's like... Oh, no, it's not good. I'm aware. I, I, I always theorize they had something to do with the, the incident... Uh, make the most amount of sense. And I know you had you have a troubled history with them as well. Yes. I worry that it's possible they may have already infiltrated without us knowing. When you say that, he like turns just white. And he like his breathing gets really heavy. He goes <sighs> And he like grasps the desk for support. Mm-hmm. What do, you, what do you mean? 
Like here? It's possible. Especially given everything that's happened recently. Okay. Well, well, it's not me. No, that's why I checked. Okay. It's none of your team. I've also checked all of them. Okay. Um. Alright. Uh, well, I haven't noticed any of the signs of them here. I haven't either, but if they're just collecting information... Okay. Uh, what do you need me to... What, what, what would you have us do, I guess? I. Well, first, we should probably call all of the mm, agents or people just to check to make sure that everyone is fine. Okay. Yeah. You want to have, what, a, like, a sweep or something? I think that that would probably be the most beneficial. Okay. Unless you think otherwise. I mean, yeah, I mean... We could we could call we could do a lockdown personally of everyone that's here currently, check them, make sure. Sure. The only bad news is is I have to beat Abraham at eight o'clock, and look, I'm worried about that as well. He looks at you funny. He called me this morning, hmm. asked for a meeting, said that he had information on the Ganabe. He thinks that. Well, they're back. Well, there's no reason he'd be in town if they weren't. Correct. Oh, God. You know, I never told you, we had this old team member. He specialized in hunting these shapeshifters of all kinds. He just had a knack of knowing, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Okay. We always called him Draz. Wish we had him. But this, that, he looks like he's getting lost in like his memories. Mm-hmm. He be like, his eyes get super like watery. He goes, "Wait, okay, let's uh, let's get this done." And he says, "Well, I can't. There is a lockdown function of the HQ." Um, and mm-hmm. he like like opens a panel on his desk, mm-hmm. and it's all busted. <laughs> it's busted. Of course it is. He's like, "But we haven't taken the time to uh, fix this section of the area yet." Fair. Uh, maybe that should be one of our next things. And he smiles at you. That's a like, good idea. Like, that's mm-hmm. a good idea. <laughs> this is obviously his favorite area of the HQ. Okay. Um, he goes, but okay, uh, I will uh, round everyone up then. All right. And we're going to jump from there to Mavis. You were going to the library? Yes, I am in the library. Okay, so you walk. You turn right when you get in. You take a quick left. And you walk through the grand oak doors that are the only kind of, or the the only door in this HQ is normally like a classic sci-fi like glass door. Yeah. Or it's very open concept doors, like there's no door. But these are like grand oak and they're heavy. Oh yeah, for sure. You open them and walk through and they like close behind you heavily. Making like a a satisfying like thump and you hear the the latch kind of lock in place. And uh, you're just hit right in the face with the smell of like books and like paper and you hear like a faint hint of espresso mm. uh, and um, and you, you, you hear like pages like you, when you when you uh, walk in you hear like someone like must have got like startled a little bit is it a woo and you don't see anybody but then okay. they just like someone like kicked a table or something by accident like gen- not like loud just like, gently like her sure and uh, then you hear it go back to your page turn again. Um, and in front of you is like rows of books and they line the walls. And then you know that once you get to the far end, you can take a right into like a little sitting area that also leads to the tram that you guys have at the HQ. Yeah. So where do you go? Um, I'm going to... Let's see. I'm just going to look through... Well... Father Frank has already probably browsed all the Ganabe books in here. Uh, there yeah. are computers in here, correct? There is a computer in here, probably. Okay. No, we, yeah, they digitize. We digitize. Yeah, there's one computer. Everything. There'd just yeah. be one. I mean, you guys have computers at your desk, so there's just one main terminal. Yeah, so I'll yeah. I'll, I'll I'll walk over there and I'll hop on the compute. Sure. Yeah, that makes it so you basically cuts your finding time of the books in half, and you can get researching faster. So you just what do you type in? Uh, Ganabe. Ganabe, okay. Um, it pulls up like f- like fifty books, and 
like some of them are just like like uh, shape changers and then some are like uh occult happenings and like some of them look like just store like they must just be like they mention the word possibly um but then at the top the main ones there is the one that says uh shape changers and you um one that just says ganabe and then there's another one that looks like it's some variation of like puddles of flesh what the ganabe leave behind yeah that's the third one <laughs> yeah and it gives you the sections where they're at okay uh i'm gonna read shapeshifters and you okay do you grab all three books yeah i'll grab all okay. three books so th- when you're grabbing the last book um you kind of come into view of that sitting area and sitting at, at one of the beanbag chairs uh-huh. um and there's like books all around them is uh the short squat man with the coke coke glasses and he is like nose deep in a book right now yeah it's dax yes he doesn't make any reaction to you he just is, doesn't even like he heard you but he is totally engrossed in this book and then there's a what bunch of other you, seats. Uh, what you reading? And when you say that, he goes, oh, oh, uh, and he like drops the book. <laughs> he goes, oh, oh, oh. He looks up to you and he goes, oh, I'm, I'm Avis. And he looks super like nervous. He hasn't really talked. You haven't really talked much. Yeah. He goes, um, I mean, he's trying to hide the book, what he was reading. It's like a, like a it's like a yellow book. It has like a yellow cover with some white on it. What is that? Okay, why don't you roll a perception to see if you can catch it before he hides it. I hope it's a manga. (laughs) I rolled a 57. What am I rolling again? Just a perception. See if you can pass or fail it. There's no levels. Yeah, I passed. Okay, it it would be a manga. You see some manga around him for sure. But what he was reading was um, uh, making friends for dummies. Oh, Oh, no. There's other, like, science books around him, but that was one that he looks like he's, like, almost done with. So, are you going to tell me what you're reading? Um, it's kind of embarrassing. I, I mean, it's, it's nothing. Um, I, I was reading this, this manga. I was, I uh, just got the newest volume of uh, Naruto, and I've been really into that. I mean, I love that show, of course. Oh, yeah. Let's see, they do, like, the run or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, mm-mm-mm-mm. Like in a circle. He, when you, when you turn back to him, he is just like the biggest smile you've ever seen. He goes, that was really good. <laughs> they do do that. Yeah, thanks. Um, I've seen Naruto a few times. <laughs> good, good. That's, that's really cool. I didn't know that. Um, well, what do you, what do you got? Uh, just some research for, for work. Oh, that's, that's not as fun. Yeah, but... no, it's, 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 it's the life we choose to live. Yeah. Okay, is there anything you need me help with or Nah. See you around. Oh Okay, bye. <laughs> Do you leave the library? Yeah. Okay. He just kinda watches you until you turn the corner and then You you exit the library. And you head to your desk. I'm assuming head where are you going? Yeah, I'm I'm I'll go to my I'll go to my desk. Okay. Um, so then you place the books on your desk and just then we hop to uh, Wesley so instead of taking a left or going straight like your companions you take a right and you head into the bunk rooms mm-hmm. passing through um, the mail bunks which we did we upgraded the bunks right yes because yes. Yes. I, I wanted a sleeping area since I was here so often yes so the beds are like still bunk beds but mm-hmm. they're like super nice like the mattresses are all like I want to say Tempur-Pedic, but, like, it's not, like, a specific brand they are. They're just, like... Yeah. Super comfy. They're, like, um... Yeah, they're comfy, and they're just, like, they're very good support. Um, and going through the mail bunk, you see a couple people. Um, it appears that, uh... Wu and Dean are in here, and they look like they're they're pouring over a book. Like, two books. Um, and then when you pass, like, the middle section, which is connects to you in the girls' dorm kind of area, mm-hmm. um, you see there's, like, a nice sitting area there. Um... And sitting there is uh, is Gene and Maxine, and they are, look like they are like on a laptop, huddled around this laptop together, trying to fiercely typing something. Okay. Um, and then you uh, you go into the showers are actually running right now. When you like someone's in there, but oh, there's multiple. Okay. It's like multiple. Yeah, showers. yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Yeah. shower room. 
Yeah, and it's like um, it was used to be like the old school style where like no one had separations, mm-hmm. so everyone would just shower naked together. Yay! Um, but this one is similar, um, except there's like um, there's partitions between okay. each one, um, and uh, I guess they I don't know, yeah they would have doors too, but I mean like you're so you're still in a big room, but mm-hmm. there's privacy in the showering. Gotcha. And you go in there and there's someone showering in there on the male side. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you shower up? Basically, yeah. That's all I'm doing. Just showering, and then I'm going to go, like, you know, brush my teeth because I'm getting sick. That's not good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. clean out my mask, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you were wearing yeah. your mask? Yeah. Um, Just in case. I don't so, know if anything got in there, but. Yeah, so this shower also has, like, the little entranceway prior. Um, has, like, a little changing area mm-hmm. where so you, before you go into the dorm, you could um, change. And as you're coming in, um, you see uh, Roman. He is. Uh, he looks like he was the one showering in there. Oh, he, okay. He has like, like boxer briefs on, and he looks like he is uh, just doing some stretches when you come in. Gotcha. Okay. Side so. note: His hog is huge. <laughs> his hog would be huge. <laughs> you don't. Have, you don't have to leave that in. <laughs> Do you not want but me to? The... It doesn't matter. <laughs> he does have a big hog. Okay. So. I mean, that's good to know. I don't know if... Uh, I don't know that I need to know that. I don't know if I need to know that. I but. now know. <laughs> hey, man. Um, yeah, and when you... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. You walk... <laughs> I'm thinking about his hog. Getting all flustered. Uh, you walk past him, mm-hmm. and you go to your own little thing, and you put you get your boxers on, and you're about to like button your pants. No, and I pull up my pants and tie them. Oh, that's right. Tracksuit. Uh, so when you're looking up, uh, you both look up at the same time and lock eyes. And he's okay. like placing a shirt over his head. Just like, hey, how's it going? Uh, and now that uh, you see, you've never seen him with a shirt on. Mm-hmm. He is just rippled with muscles. Um, but he has like a layer of fat over all of it. Um, like it, like he would have like an eight pack, but he only has a six pack just because he has like a, like a slight belly. Gotcha. Okay. Um, just because he looks like he enjoys the American lifestyle a little bit. Oh, yeah. But he could definitely like bench press you. Um, and you get to see his, like, body. He has just, like, scars and, like, bullet wounds all over his body. Ooh, okay. And, like, um, his arms have, like, these little, like, like tally marks that go all the way up his shoulder. Mm-hmm. It's starting on, like, it looks like it started on the top of his shoulder and it goes all the way down to his wrist. Um, and it's just, like, what, you know, like, the five one. Yeah, yeah. Like, a ton of times. And, uh, and on the other arm, um... He just has just like his right arm has the uh, the Russian the what's it the uh, the scythe and hammer mm-hmm. like of the of the old Russian symbol plastered on his arm and it's like faded. Okay. And then um, <clears throat> on his shoulder, his left shoulder, like right next to the tally marks, he has like this weird looking like skull with a cigar in it that is also really faded. Mm. And he places his shirt back on and he goes. What did you ask him? <laughs> I forgot. Uh, hey, how's it going? How you? How, how are things going? Things are going great. Thank you for asking. How are you, my friend? Well, I've been better. The, the, this case we're working on just kind of got to me for a minute there. So it is. Uh, from what Naomi has been telling me, uh, it is a much gruesome, much gruesome job. Oh yeah. Oh, it definitely is. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. Uh. And not everyone is accustomed to seeing death. I, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I think I've seen death. Yeah, I've seen death before. I just not this, this bad. This was bad. Well, I am a, a sorry that you have experienced this. Yeah, you know, life it happens. Uh, life takes you to strange places, doesn't it? Oh, oh boy, that's how I got here. I mean, you know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, he like, uh, um. He like he uh, puts some lotion in his hand and like rubs it onto his head, and it gets all shiny. And uh, he goes, "Well, uh, is there anything I can uh, be of assistance for?" I don't think so at the moment, but uh, definitely, definitely let you know if we if we, if we need some help with something. But uh, actually, you know what? I think I got some time to kill. You want to go hit the gym real quick, uh, or at least just spot me? I mean, uh, yeah, we can, we can, we can hop in there. I mean. Okay. I mean, sure. I was about to hit these studies, as they say, but uh, 
I mean, shit, I, I can't pass up a good gym time, you know? Right, right. I mean, you look like somebody who would, uh, would be into hitting oh, the gym. So. It, it is a way for to... Uh, it lets me forget the things I have seen. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's what I'm thinking now, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. At least for a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. By the way, I, I like the ink you got. I was, I've been thinking about getting something myself. Uh, he uh, he does blush. He slightly blushes. He goes, oh, yeah, yes, thank you. Uh, some of them I am more proud of than others. You know, it happens. Yeah, thank you for your kind comments. It tends to scare people. Right, right. The intimidation factor. I like that. Yes, uh, but, you know, sometimes I don't want to be seen as, you know, the big scary man who who can strangle anyone with his bare hands. I want to be the, the nice the nice uh, man who could give the best hugs. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I feel you, man. I feel you. He goes, hey, well, let uh um, well, let, uh, let's go. Yeah, let's hit it. Yeah. Okay, so, um, you walk to the gym, mm-hmm. and, uh, he spots for you. <laughs> and so, like, uh, at one point, you, like, you do, like, the highest rep you've ever done, because you just want to see if you can do it, and you start to struggle, and he just one-handed lifts it up for right. you. Well, that's because he's just helping a little bit, you know. Oh, he's no, nice. yeah. <laughs> He didn't want to get you to, you know. Yeah, That's yeah. why he's there. Exactly. Um, and then I'm, he... I'm still a strong boy. Oh, no. Strong boy, yes. But this, yeah. Don't take away from my strong boy. No, no absolutely not. <laughs> he's double strong. <laughs> <laughs> um, he seems very impressed. Awesome. With your, with your strongness. Yes. Um, and that goes... that. Let's just say you're doing that for a little bit, and we'll mm-hmm. go back to Frank. What is your like t- as the as the chill master? What is your plan here exactly? So without the lockdown, mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking we can approach this in one of two ways. Richard and I can go through all of the HQ and just check everyone really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that would probably be the most beneficial, rather than like let others be aware of, hey, we're calling this meeting and then I'm going to walk around or if we have anything to check them. I think that'd probably be the easiest. Sure. Richard and I just kind of like, oh, nonchalantly walking around, making it less suspicious. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's my that's my thought. All right. So um, you know that. Uh, Where are we going to start? Um, she, he, he actually called Sydney up first. Okay. Because she was just on duty okay. before Mark took over like 20 minutes ago. Sure. Um, and you check her first and she's fine. Okay. And he mainly wants to, he asked her like if everyone's here. And she said that everyone is here. Um, except, let's see, Charles is out running an errand. Okay. Um, and, uh, she hasn't seen Sarah, but Sarah never leaves, so. She's somewhere. So she's somewhere here, but we don't know where. And Paykel is also not here. Okay. But he hasn't been there in a while, so. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but it's not weird for Charles to, like, just disappear. Yeah. He kind of just, he does that. Like, if he wasn't British, he'd be Irish, because he's always doing his Irish goodbye. Okay. So, uh, which which part of the HQ do you start on? We have a map here. Yeah, I'm which actually I looking post, at that uh, right now. on the Twitter. So, um, so we would have started in where we end the you were meeting room, right? So number nine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the, the big oval meeting room. Um. All right. So I think that the most beneficial would just be to start. If you haven't figured it out, I always go left. So yes, we're I know. Start I knew left. you were going left. Yeah, Norton already knew that. <laughs> So Why? we're going to head over to... Why? It's just his thing he it, does for I everything. Do. And it works every time. It Always. does work every time. It has worked out. It, it infuriates I, Austin, in I fact. Had, that, that one time it infuriated me because <laughs> I made this so giant bad. fucking maze in Call of Cthulhu, and it was supposed to be, like, full of encounters, and it was supposed to be difficult. He got through it in, like, 30 minutes because... of In-game. Going, I did it in, like, no... I missed... Yeah. We did not have an encounter the until the la- time. Until the last until the last part. Because I rolled on the encounter table and got something. Yeah. And then that's where uh, our friend Marley's character killed herself. Yeah. Oh, he was okay. so mad, though, uh-huh. the whole time. Um, his face was so good because I was I mean it was like a genuine like I like thought I made a map yeah like it was more of like a not like I was mad he was doing it I was just mad that I like left a flaw like in the maze but I just really just did a random maze I, I that's so funny I mean it's fine I was also angry with the dice because it wasn't rolling any encounters so yeah. like <laughs> they were like this is easy even though we're in an underground zombie city yeah basically um, but anyway, so we're gonna go to we're gonna go left because yes. left always, okay. um, which leads us into the storage room. Yeah, so, so we'll go there. The storage room, if you remember last time, yes. um, you guys did update it. 
and yeah. it's all nice and tidy now with like mm-hmm. labels and there is a computer there um that people like have have inserted like newer stuff in there there's none of the old stuff hasn't been cataloged yet cool cool um for like part of it has because mm-hmm. like it's there's like personal projects all over the hq that people kind of do in their free time oh, right so this is like a massive like warehouse storage yeah like with, with like you need like a, a stair like a, a ladder staircase to get to the higher levels and you know it also leads to like the the vault room. Correct. It is where Doctor Graham's office is slash where he, the armory because he oversees. He's like the quartermaster slash mm-hmm. um, psychiatrist of the HQ. Yep. And uh, so you just go right there because there's yeah. no one in the storage rooms. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll like briefly check, then walk into, um, yeah, into sure. the the vault. So yeah, you walk up to the vault and you know that there's like a, a code number and mm-hmm. Richard knows it. And when you walk up, you see a camera that like follows you. Okay. And he punches a code in, and it opens up. And as the the giant like Fallout style vault slides <laughs> over, <laughs> like, yeah. and uh, not as slow as those because that's <laughs> that's not fun. Um, uh, you see, Doctor Grimm stand up at his desk, and he gestures for you guys to come in. And we do. And the door slides closed behind you as you guys walk in, and uh, he stands properly and says. Can I be of assistance, Captain and Frank? Sorry, Doctor Grimm. Chief, sir. <laughs> and I, uh, I read. I just hold out my hand. But he wears gloves. He doesn't wears he? a full suit. Yeah, that's what I thought. And he looks at Cox's head. Oh, do you want me to shake your hand? Take it without your glove on, please. He um like is taken aback. Like you see his body language like Visibly, shift. Like, yeah. If you you can't see his face behind the mask because the 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 glass holes are tinted like sunglasses. Yeah, and he goes, um, "Father, I, Father, you 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 know I I I can't do that." And Richard is like places a hand on your shoulder, and he goes and he like he like lowers your hand, like okay. to like calm the situation because yeah, he yeah, looks yeah. like defensive mode. Like, yeah, you've ne- you've never seen him like, like this. this. Yeah, he goes, "Father, why don't just why don't you try?" explaining it to him and he goes uh morris please just just listen to hear him out and he nods and like looks at you promptly doctor we think that the agency might have been infiltrated by ganabe and we have to check when you say he slams his fist into the desk and it like you hear it crack slightly like he punches it so hard now richard and i are both clear let me know I can trust you still. All right, roll. Um, what, what are your? Uh, tell me your communicate your can communications. I, can I use empathy? Yes. How much is your empathy? It is a hundred and five. Okay. So I'm gonna give you a minus thirty. That's fine. Just from he is so. This is like. You're basically asking him to. Yeah, break a his, fear. Yeah, of it's his. a fear. So. Uh, so yes. Why don't you roll that? So it's. Yeah. A, I rolled a twelve. Yeah. He, he looks upon you and he visibly like his body language relaxes and he goes if I do this you must promise that not to say anything please you've my word because um, the only people you know that know what he looks like mm-hmm. is Richard, Richard and another and person that you've never met yeah we've met. never met before yeah. so and he nods and he unbuckles like this clasp on that's connected to his like leather his leather suit yeah and he pulls he peels it off and underneath he has like this glove like a thin like suit that must protect his, his skin from the leather and he peels it off and um, he likes stretching his hand and it is like there's like black splotches like old burn marks all over his skin Ooh. and underneath you see like hints of like pale pink skin mm-hmm. and like his fing- he has no fingernails on his fingers like Ooh. and like there's like bits some of them have them but like it looks like he has severe mm-hmm. damage on his skin okay and uh, he like reaches a hand out. And I just it. I just leave it. Yeah, like really really easy, just and nice and. He touches his skin. His skin feels like, be like, almost too soft. It's like really soft, yeah. and, but like and the texture's wrong. Yeah, like the skin is so damaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, he places his hand onto it, and it looks like it hurts, but not like the way uh, you were waiting for. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he. Yeah. Thank you, Doctor. I know how hard that must have been. Yes, uh, it, 
Yeah. Do you, of, of course. And he, he sits down and begins placing everything back on his body. Now we must begin the trials of, of trying to get to everyone. Has anyone been off since, or that you've met with? Might might help um, speed this process up. He latches his glove in place, and uh, no, everyone has uh, checked out for my my findings. Hmm. I mean, I haven't had the monthly interviews with the main people yet, of course, but uh, I mean. If, if you, what are you dealing with? You said Ganabe, right? So yes. I mean, they could take over someone in, in hours. So yes, but I haven't noticed anything. All right, thank you, Doctor. If uh, you need me, I, I suppose I'll be here. If you'd like to talk later, know that I am here. He cocks his head at you, and then nods. And then he like We're gonna leave now Lowers his head at his desk Just Is quiet As you guys leave Okay Um So we finished We finished six And five So we'll go to four Which is the science lab Yeah the science lab Yay So um You walk past The um Like the cafeteria tables Yep And you walk past the kitchen, mm-hmm. and there is someone in the kitchen. Okay. Um, I think what's you remember her name? Mavis was. Rosa Gutierrez. Yeah, Rosa Gutierrez is in the kitchen. She okay. looks like she's preparing something. And you look into the lab, and you see, um, looks like Sydney must have went back there. Okay. She's in there. Um, and I believe I think yeah, yeah, she'd be the only one in there right now. So okay. you just see her. She's doing some paperwork. It looks like or something. Okay. Just I walk up. And pretend to stumble as, okay. as I as I kind of do it and kind of place my hand. Sure. Try, try to catch her. So Yeah, you kind of like, oh, I was so sorry, Sydney. Uh, she just kind of smiles nervously and goes, okay. <laughs> Forgive an old man. Sure. Um, Is everything okay? Everything all right? Yeah. I mean, it's a little lonely in here now that it's just, you know, me, Dax, and Mark, but yeah. it's fine. And she gestures to this grand science lab that's just, like, empty of people, but, like, there's, like, expensive equipment <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Fair enough. They're, like, didoots. <laughs> Drippy drippies. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the science noises. Mm-hmm. Science. All three of them. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. And she seems to check out. Okay. Um. So then we move to... The bunks. The, is that the bunks? Three? I believe is so. The, bar- the barracks. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so okay. just as you exit there... Um, we're gonna switch back to Mavis. Uh, you are you look at your books. Yep. Okay. What you doing with them books, girl? What we're you doing reading with them, them books, girl? Okay. Did you give me a research or uh, yeah, research? You ain't got a cult. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I don't think you you have research. Are you using your character sheet as a as a? I just set it down because you talked to me. <laughs> I failed. Beautiful. You could, you could, could you flip a flip a token? I would have to flip two. Oh. There's only one. There's only one token. I mean, you still get stuff when you fail, but yeah. Let's see. There's not the good, good. Yeah. You just get the vital clues. Um. Because there's three types of clues. There's interest, esoteric, and vital. Mm-hmm. Vital is clues you need to just play the game. Esoteric are great leaps of knowledge that you can gain, usually yeah. with high successes or causal successes. An interest clue is like nice lore bits, which you get usually with low successes at least. And so with the failure, uh, you don't get the black token that you normally get with a botch, which right. makes it different. Um, and sometimes with botches, I, I can fill in false leads. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's up to the players to not metagame and not go on that. And they have to kind of take that information because they don't know they failed R- mentally. Right, yeah. Right. So uh, you find out that they could steal form, which you knew. Yeah. But you didn't know the details of it. 
uh, Aganabe must absorb its victim's life force, ultimately killing them. This process happens quickly within just a few moments. Aganabe can siphon the life, for life from its prey and gain a new form. Using this discipline completely heals the Ganabe of any wounds it suffered while in its previous incarnation. While also killing the victim. So, you know it's very quick. So the fact that Frank survived it is... Right. Well, Frank and that one guy, the, the Morg, he also survived an attack. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know they're weak to blessed fully coated silver, which Frank already said that to you. Which is the, there's a description of what the monsters look like. Which is almost exactly like how the how Yasmin described them. Okay. Because mm-hmm. they run far shorter than humans. Their eyes and mouths are barely slits, and otherwise a blank face. And they're kind of like pale and stuff. All right. Well. So they're like like like, like monster dwarfs from D and D or something. I don't know. Doppelgangers is my, my doppelgangers idea. are also in this game. Yeah. They're different. Oh. Fair. But yeah, that is a, that is a, exactly what I was thinking from D and D. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Except they have hair; they can have hair in D and D, which makes them pretty cool characters. But we're getting sidetracked, so continue, my my dear. So I guess I'm done doing my research. I'm gonna go put the book back. Okay, it was like an hour, so <laughs> of you reading. Well, yeah. Okay, so we're just gonna go to Wesley then. So sure, because you're go. reading and you hear like you hear Frank opening doors and shit, and you saw Wesley walk to the gym. Uh, so cool. you're done with your workout, Wesley. It was like a mm-hmm. quick, like a quick thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of like the uh, just hit, just hit it real quick and then yeah, call it, was, it good. You did some power um, sets, mm-hmm. and he showed you some like workouts he used to do back in the homeland with his old team. Cool, because um, you kind of get the hint he was on some like high level uh, KGB. That, that's Russian, right? Yeah, yeah. KGB uh, attack force or something. Mm-hmm. Um, just inferring from his body language, he's kind of like hesitant to talk about it. Um, but he like lets it slip by accident because he's getting comfortable with you, cool. just because you have that presence. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's <clears throat> lifting bros. That's what it is. Has a towel and he's wiping his his face. He goes, "Well, that was a great workout. I appreciate your time." Oh, thank you so much. That was that was awesome. Uh, I definitely have to do it again. <laughs> For sure. Maybe sometime you can come in on when me and Naomi sessions where he. Uh, we boogie pump that iron as she says uh, you know for 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 such a uh, uh, for a, a, a woman of, of, of her of like of her you know situation where she's missing an arm she is so strong and she is such an inspiration to me oh yeah, same here same here I, I definitely feel the same um, I, I wish most people could see past her like cold demeanor because mm-hmm. she's so sweet inside you know what I mean yeah, she's oh, like yeah. she's like a Russian hard candy. Like, yes, it may it it may cut the roof of your mouth, and it may make you bleed a little bit, but inside it tastes so sweet and wholesome. You know what I mean? What kind of candy are you eating? What do you mean? This is what we had when we were children. Oh, that does not sound pleasant at all. <laughs> he has like this, like he places like a hand on his stomach, and he has like this grand, like <laughs> big, like Russian guffaw. And he like places a meaty like sausage hand, like, big old sausage fingers that are, like, like uh, squeeze your shoulder. And he goes, "If you ever need anything for Roman Bl- Roman Slavinsky, you only have to call." S- same here, same here. But it's Wesley Hung. Don't don't call yourself. That'd be bad. <laughs> and he la- he laughs again, like doubles over, and he goes, "Oh, do you have you have a great day?" And he uh, walks out and heads to the barracks again. Okay. Uh, where are you going? Uh, food. Food, okay. Yeah. Food, so sure, yeah. You uh, you go to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the middle of the HQ, kind of indented, and there's like a great like. It kind of feels it's it's it sees it seems weird in this HQ because it's like a modern day kitchen with like all the amen like amenities like like a twenty twenty uh, twenty eighteen stainless steel electric stove from like Sears or whatever the fuck and like <laughs> Sears, Sears doesn't exist anymore oh, oh yeah it's dead sorry so, um, so not some found out from um, Sears guess it's, it's from it's from Ears trip, so. it's a different retail it's called Ears um, <laughs> and then there's like there's like lots Hear of us now come to Ears <laughs> god damn it um, and the the like ventilation kind of goes into the ceiling mm-hmm. to like so that it doesn't get smoky everywhere and you see um a middle-aged uh, Hispanic woman cooking away. She has like beautiful brown hair, 
and she she's like uh wearing like she's wearing boots like everyone else but they have like a stiletto on them because she's very it's they're like fashionable she's very into fashion that you just the few times you've interacted with her right um and this hispanic woman turns to you and she has a uh, like these like pretty like dangly earrings on she goes she has she has a hispanic accent she's from mexico but i'm not gonna be doing that right uh, so just imagine that she goes oh wesley how are you and doing she like great. excitedly walks over to you what'd you say i said doing great how about you Oh, you know, I, I, I'm cooking, uh, cooking and helping everyone. It's great. Can I help you with anything? Yeah, I'd just like to get my usual. Um, she smiles and she goes, of course, of course. And, uh, she walks and she, uh, cooks up your, your chicken and broccoli. Mm-hmm. Um, and she keeps chicken thawed just for you always. <laughs> chicken and broccoli. And she hands it to you and then, uh, she sneaks like a... A little like protein brownie she makes for you next to it. Ooh, I can't wait for that. Because she knows like she wants to give you sweets because she's very much a food pusher kind of pushing like like a grandma. Right. But she knows you won't eat her sweets, so she's like kind of adapted and learned a new way to make sweets for you guys. Because there's a lot of uh, like there's a lot of vegans here, and there's a lot of like health conscious yes. people. Like you, like Jean, like you know, Jean's a vegan, so she she is very require specific kind of food. Because she doesn't just want to eat spaghetti sauce and noodles all the time. <laughs> um, so yeah, she gives you your food and you eat away. Mm-hmm. And okay. she uh, she goes back to cooking and occasionally okay. she'll like, you know, ask you questions like, "Oh, how's your case going?" I, you know, it's a, it's a little rough at, at first, but I think I think we're getting somewhere. So, you know, and it, honestly, as I'm eating, I'm also just kind of like. You know, the words of Father Frank uh, looming in the back of my head. Like, we can't trust anybody. So I'm not going to say a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to kind of just, I'm observing everybody. Yeah. That, that's At least that I can from where I'm sitting. So when you observe this this uh, this woman, she radiates this, like, level of energy that just makes you comfortable to be around her. Mm-hmm. Like, like, almost when you're around this person, like, once you got to know her, she's like, uh, she... It's like you almost forget what's going on. And your main concern was like, let's just eat some food and like get to know each other. So like, it doesn't seem any different than you're used to with this woman. So. Right. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, okay. Well then we're going to, we're going to flash over to Frank for our last scene of the episode. So, oh, no. uh, you head to the barracks and you hear yeah. a bunch of chatter from the barracks. Like, okay. And as you're, uh, you're like, walking in right before you is Roman and he looks super sweaty. Oh, Roman! Oh, Father Frank, how's it going? It's so good to see. I go to give him a hug. Oh, he just like he like gives you a big bear hug, but he makes sure to be be careful because you're so tiny. <laughs> and I touch him with the crucifix. Oh yeah, you just place it on his yeah, back. He doesn't even notice. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, because he's he's shirtless right now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's super sweaty, and he doesn't yeah, even it's like. Fine. He's so nice. He forgets sometimes, like that. You know, he was working out, yeah. and he gives you a hug, and. uh and it's wouldn't even be cold to be warm, so yeah. and he feels on his back and he goes because he goes, Father and he's not he's still hugging you. Yes. Why you touch me with metal object? Oh sorry, it's I just have it in my hand. Oh. Oh I yes. <laughs> okay. And he kinda pushes away from me and you see the tattoos like you mm-hmm. described him and all the wounds. He says, uh, is there anything I can you need for me or uh is anyone else in the barracks? Do you I, know? I believe Curtis Passions and they're doing some stuff. Oh, okay. Well that that should should be fine then okay he turns to you and he walks through and when he turns around you get to see his back mm-hmm. and he has a couple tattoos on there but they're very uh like obscured because he has like lashes mark like wounds Oof. like he was whipped a bunch Oof. like his back is just covered in them and it looks like there used to be tattoos under him but you can't even yeah make them out there like mm-hmm. i just whisper by all the saints <laughs> underneath my breath Oof. and uh Okay. You walk in and you uh, into the boys or the women's or uh, <laughs> women's which, or girls, whichever. I guess the men's for now. Okay, we'll just yeah. start there. Yeah, he. You see Roman. He walks right back to the showers again, <laughs> <laughs> and you see uh, uh, Dean, uh, Dean and Wu. Okay, they look like they're reading some books. Just go over to him and Dean. <laughs> What's going on? Man? Ah, and I reach out to. 
Give him a handshake. Yeah, he gives you like he goes for a handshake, but he like misses kind of, and he gives you like one of those like where you just catch the fingers. Okay. And it's super like limp and uncomfortable, and you both know that's just awkward. Okay. And, okay. You know, like you ever seen that where like I'm sure yeah. you miss, 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 like you know, yeah. the other person squeezed too soon. Yeah. Uh, and he's like looks at you funny because he feels like the metal. Yeah. yeah. He goes, but he's too awkward to even say. He goes. Okay, and he looks like he's so awkward, uncomfortable from the, he messed up the handshake. And when you kind of turn to the other person, he goes, God damn it, the handshake. <laughs> and like, he like sits when he sits down, his hair gets all on his face, and what he are, brushes it out. What are angrily. you? What are you? What are you researching? And I, I just lean over to Wu and, and then try, try to. Um, you lean over to Wu and Wu like sees it in your hand. Um doesn't really he just like lets you touch him yeah uh Wu does some hand signals okay. like so he's doing hand, he's doing sign, sign language, language but none of you know it and he like then he like writes on some paper because uh dean's still kind of like <laughs> beside himself <laughs> and on the paper he writes oh he they're researching um a case there's another vampire sighting oh, okay okay if you need our help let us know of course he then writes below it and like makes so only you can see it. Mm-hmm. Crucifix question mark. Um, and I, I like like widen my eyes mm-hmm. and um, just kind of like ah yes we've had uh, had some problems you know with this particular case oh, quite a quite a quite an issue you know can't uh can't seem to trust anyone out on the streets that we come upon okay and i, yeah. I kind of stress that trust trust word yeah i mean he is very perceptive with people and everything um so normally i would have a character role to mm-hmm. see like oh did they get the body language but like his whole thing is he has to know how people with body language works and stuff mm-hmm. so he uh he just like nods and goes back to reading okay and then dean goes all right, well, like, we got to get back to work, so, like... Oh, of course. Sorry for our interruption. It's good to see both of you. It's been like, some time. Yeah. And he, like, pushes up his glasses on his head. He goes, this place is kind of fun sometimes. Sometimes. I agree. You're right. He goes, what's up, Mr. Black? Are you hanging in there, man? And then Richard's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good, Dean. <laughs> and he goes... <laughs> All right, boss man. I'll see you later. And Richard's like, I mean, I, I get, you know what? Sure, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we'll go to the women's barracks. Sure. Yeah, and as you you kind of cut through the middle, yeah. you see Maxine and uh, Jean. Okay. And it looks like Jean is typing on the computer, and Maxine is like, looks like she's cleaning her rifle. Okay. We'll start with Jean. Okay. And just. Same kind of thing. Just go and awkwardly like, oh, yo, your brother said you were you were working on a vampire case. Do you need any assistance with anything? Um, she looks up from her laptop. She's like in like a beanbag chair. Yeah. So she's like her knees are like used as the table. Mm-hmm. She looks up and she gives like this like, radiating smile and she sees you. She goes, Father. Oh no, it's fine. It's uh nothing too crazy. Oh. Uh, the vampires being kind of weird, but. Vampires are kind of weird in the city, from what we're reading, just because of. I think I, th- I, I think there's like a big group of them. You know what I mean? Like that would make I sense. I think they have formed a coven. Oh no. Um, yeah, no, yeah, it's bad. Um, so that we're kind of stumbling upon that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, at least the vampire we're doing looks as if it has has gone rogue from that coven. So that's that's good for us. That for is sure good. very good. Um, but no, yeah, I, we're all fine. And where do you where you trying to? Just like on like just some exposed skin, like a shoulder or like arm of some kind. Just like very friendly. Sure, yeah. Like that nothing. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, because she like sat up when you talk to her, and she has like this shirt on that kind of exposes her yeah her collarbones and her shoulders. Um, and you kind of place a hand on your on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and she notices it, but she just seems like she's too polite to like yeah, say question the crucifix. Yeah. And she doesn't react negatively to it. Okay. And then, um, I'll, I'll go over to Maxine. 
Okay. And just extend like both hands and and say uh, like go to like like take take a hand and just be like Maxine. I know we haven't talked much since uh, since the incident. If you do need to talk talk with someone, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, she like uh, she gave you one of her big strong hands, mm. um, and she like she placed the gun aside, and she uh, was gonna gonna stand, but you guys are like the same height. Yeah, yeah she's yeah, sitting almost. Um, and and uh, she lets you take it. She goes, "Yeah, of course, of course, father. Mm. Uh, it was rough seeing her again, but uh, she uh, before we came back, she places a, her other hand on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. She uh, she came to me, and I'm here." And said goodbye. So that was nice. Those who we lose are never truly lost. Know that I'm sure she is looking down upon you. Uh, she wipes a tear, and she she nods and goes, "Thank you, Father. I may take you up on that." Of course, Maxie. Um, awkward question: Is anyone else in in here? We're looking for, well, just people in general. We had, um, you know, touching base with everyone, so. Uh, she says, well, Wesley wasn't here, but then he left. Okay. Okay. No one else in the in the barracks, though? Uh, we've already been over to the other side, but, you know, it'd be a little awkward if we caught anyone in the shower here. Uh, not that we know of. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you, Maxine. Yeah. And, uh, you, uh, walk out of the barracks and, uh. Yeah. That's what we're going to call it. Woo. You guys have five? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, this has been super. I don't trust I don't trust Austin at all. Even a little. You know, that's fair. <laughs> I know. I am the good guys and the bad guys. So. Before, I don't think we can trust no. him, period. Before we do anything, I'm checking everyone in this goddamn base. <laughs> I figured you would want to do that, so... I have an idea of who it is, but if it is someone, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know for sure, obviously. Yeah. I mean, if they discovered the HQ, that'd be bad. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could not be anybody, too. It could so. be, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. If it is someone, I think I have an idea of who it might be, but it would also be and, make sense if I it's I mean, when you anyone. talk to Abraham, you'll get a better idea of what they're... Because you always know Kanabe, have, they want to infiltrate something. Yes. yes. So they maybe there is, they're infiltrating something different. They could might not be. even know this exists. Yeah, could be. Well, just, well, you do know, you know that most of the mall creatures, yeah, they the, know. The guy they took, he was part of the si- city like, hall. City yeah, hall. that was kind of my guess too. Is this they could be doing that, especially with the wife being yeah. the, like attorney or DA, whatever she was. So. I didn't know the exact word, but it's probably DA. Yeah, district attorney. Mm-hmm. She's one of them. One yeah. of the attorneys that work for the city. I imagine Chicago has a lot of. Um, well, because I think it's. I don't know how it would work in a really big county. Because, like, there's only one, like, DA, but then there's, like... There's different counties of it. Yeah. But I, I, so, like, Cook County would only have one DA, but then there'd be, like, subsequent lawyers probably underneath of them. She's probably one of, the, like, the ones underneath. Yeah. Because I, I, the City Hall, is, you know, I Googled it. Mm-hmm. I've seen, the like, outside it, but I've yeah. never even been inside it. It's a pretty big building. No, it's yeah, on it a is. pretty bit, a popular street. So like In yeah. Chicago? Yes. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been inside their city hall either. Well, they, they, we, yeah. I would yeah, have we no reason. Walked by it. Yeah, we walked by it when we were in there. They have so. really pretty buildings in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you guys, the don't, architecture is really, really nice. Yeah, because if you guys mm-hmm. don't know, we don't live in Chicago personally. We but we live like A south of hours. Chicago. Yeah, so like, um, we're pretty familiar with Chicago. It's just not we didn't grow up there, so a lot of the times I have to research stuff. Except for me, I, I don't think I've ever actually been in Chicago. I've been to the suburbs, but not like in, in Chicago. Chicago. It's you know, it, it's, it it's goes from it city. goes from being the one of the beautiful places I've ever been to one of the scariest places I've ever been in literally a block. Oh yeah. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, it's a city that has a lot of cool stuff and so, has a lot of crime. But there's even some areas that look like they're scary and sketchy, but and they're, they're actually really chill. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. If you mm-hmm. want to follow the show, follow us on Twitter. We post constant updates. Uh, we interact with people on there. If you want to talk to the cast and crew more directly, you can join our Discord server, which you can get through our Twitter. Um, if you want to support the show, why don't you tell a friend or two about us? Um, and then you can tell them to either start on Season 2 or Season 1, because they can always start on Season 2 and then work their, go uh, work start on Season 1. Mm-hmm. So they know that the quality of the audio gets so good. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That always helps. Um, we have two more to read. Yeah. Uh, we got one that was on the American iTunes store, and I believe I've had we got one from Sweden, too. So I, I got this through Chartable because it uh, showed us access from the, the other charts in the other uh, of the world. On the other world. Ooh. Um, and it, this comes from uh, Apple Podcasts in Sweden from Boomsby Taylor. And uh, we got this a while ago, and I didn't know, but Chartable told me finally that we got it. Uh, so I'm sorry this took so long to read, but it reads, uh, One of the best tabletop pods out there, five stars, has good chemistry and good production. Nice. So uh, that's cool. We got a, and that was around 628, 2019 that we got that one. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay, that was so, a while ago. So sorry we didn't read it, but <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad that if you're up to here or when you do, thank you so much for leaving a review. That's awesome. And I can't believe that someone in Sweden listens to our show. That is nuts. All the yes from Z Cap Caption Capitan. Z Capitan. Uh, <laughs> five stars. At the beginning, I could tell there were some new players and they were hesitant on certain things. But through the episodes, they just keep getting better and better. It's almost like watching a child grow up into this big, beautiful adult who is going to make you laugh the entire time. I love listening to this show while doing homework and traveling to school. Everyone needs to keep up the good work. P.S. The Chillmaster is doing an amazing job. And out of all the podcasts I listen to, he puts the most effort into each episode. You can really tell that he pours his heart into this. Aww. Well, he doesn't have a heart, but I'm sure it comes from somewhere that he's very appreciative. It's small like and Like his black. colon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you, Boomsby and Z Capitan, for your reviews. And if you want to leave a review and we'll read it on the show. So yeah. yeah, thank you so much, everybody. I want you all to go to your computer. I want you to type in... Um, how to remove your own skin. And I Ew. want you to, to not do that because when you click it, a little video pops up and it says, Hello. It is me. Chumsby. Chim chum chum. Chim chim. And then your ears begin to bleed. And I want you to stay spooked out there. And then your ears begin to bleed. And I want you to stay spooked out there. Whoa. You're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's my ears. <laughs> <laughs>